Hi, welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and I'm so excited to have you here. This podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we will focus on a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Join me. Let's learn together on What's the Word. This is the place Hi, and welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and this podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we pick a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Today, our word is voice, which by definition is a particular opinion or attitude expressed or the sound produced by a person's larynx and uttered through the mouth as speech or song. So I am so, so, so excited. Today I have the original voice of Google, accomplished actress, TV host, singer, and founder of Virtual VoiceOver. Lori Burke is literally the definition of multi-creative quadruple threat. So, and she's my friend. <laughs> so Lori, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Can you tell us well, I mean, I kind of know, but can you tell us why you chose the word voice today? Of course. And Jamie, thank you for having me on. I, you know, you're one of my <laughs> most favorite people in the whole entire world. Um, and, um, and I love what you're doing. So voice basically to me is so much more than just what we think about when, when we use the word voice, right? You talk about health and you talk about overall health. And I think that voice is the overall health of like your mind, body, and soul. Because mm -hmm. no two voices are alike. And um, my, one of my favorite quotes uh, is from Daniel Day-Lewis is that the voice is a fingerprint of your soul. I just got chills. And I, and I think that really if we learn how to really enjoy our, our voices but also use our voices to a way to communicate efficiently, especially in today's virtual world, it changes your life. And I think it's also a, a point of creativity that also if you learn how to express and give yourself permission to express your creativity, that can also change your life for the better. Oh, I love all of that. Thank you so much. And so now let's tap into, let's get into a little creativity here because I think, you know, you and I met doing something creative and, and we've, we've been able to, and I was just sharing this with my producer, Louie, talk about a little bit about, you know, that one fun commercial we did however many years ago it was. And, you know, can you just describe for our, for whoever's listening or watching right now, like what was that like um, on that set? <laughs> okay. So this is, this is the setup of it. So we're in the Bay area, right? So I built a lot of most of my career on camera and, um, and voiceover in, in San Francisco and got a call uh, by a mutual friend, actually, uh, that another singer uh, that said, Hey, we're shooting this commercial for American Express it's going to be two or three days, Jamie. I can't remember. Yeah, um, I can't remember. <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> it's all a blur. Up in Sonoma with two other girls and us. And they're just going to follow us around with a camera, like getting spa treatments or whatever. And I at first was like, this isn't a reality show, is it? Like, do I need to be in a hot tub and drink a lot? Like, is there something that's going on here? And she said, she assured me, no, she's like, I don't know, but I'm going for it. So I'm like, all right, well, we can both leave together if something goes wrong. Little did I know. <laughs> That, um, first of all, I used to be a flight attendant and Jamie, 
Love it. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Virgin. Virgin and, Airlines. And the other girl that was there was also a flight attendant, which is just weird. I wasn't at the time, but, um, and our friend Jacqueline and, um, I, I, we just had the, it was just four girls. It was like an instant sex in the city. Yeah. Um, in Sonoma, no lines to memorize, mind you. So we are just like basically just being paid to enjoy Sonoma in this huge mansion for American Express. I, I mean, I was like, this is my, I don't know where I go from here. I mean, I've done hundreds of things, thousands of voiceovers, hundreds of films and TV. Nothing has rivaled that. That was just such a magical time. It was. I still, like I, I told you the other day, I have a photo from that on my wall behind there. I'll have to show you after that. I just keep that there because it's one of those memories where really, like you said, nothing can touch that. And it just happened so perfectly. And that's, I mean, think about, we got to connect over that two days where we were being pampered. And I remember when I remember you and me talking and it's like, well, do we really sip the wine or are we, are we acting? And I remember the guy was like, oh no, no, drink the wine. As long as you can handle it, like go for it. And we were just like, like, (laughs) the wine, the massages, everything. I mean, it was sensational. So anyways, I just had to, and the girls and the girls, I didn't know who it was. I didn't I know. know you. And I really didn't know the other two either. I didn't know Jacqueline, really. We just knew of each other. And the fact that all four of us just got on like thick as thieves. It you was know? so it's- good. Yeah. It was so good. And so here we are today. Okay. So fast forward Thursday, uh, fast forward to whatever really day it is. Um, so so let's get into your voice. And, and I mean, you are someone who, from the moment I met you and beyond and to this day, you have really just, I mean, you have, how do I even explain what I want to try to say? But you're someone that you have exploded in the industry, but not just in your typical way. Like I hear your voice everywhere. I see you everywhere. You are a ray of sunshine. You are such a supportive person. You work your tail off. Like you, I mean, you're just incredible and such an inspiration. And so I want you to just tell a little bit of your story um, if you don't mind, just kind of going into like, how did you get into acting and voiceover? And and just because I think for anyone that's listening right now, and you and I are both creative individuals, I remember as a little girl going, wow, I want to do voiceover someday. But my family's like, oh, that's cute. How are you going to make money? Like, how are you really going to, you know? So for, for you, I'd, I'd love to hear just your story. Yeah. First of all, thank you for the kind words. Taste one to no one. Um, and uh, and I'm going to cry now. No. Um, and that was very lovely of you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I come from a family of professional musicians, right? Um, and actors, but I was very intimidated by that. And meaning that everything was like kind of a perfectionist kind of thing. I ended up studying um, broadcasting in college, but again, thought like most people, I'm going to get this. This is what I like to do, but I'm not really that's not the safe way to go right I'm gonna get during in communications because you never know so I went on to become a flight attendant then I was in sales then I was in another sales and I was just kind of like living the normal quote normal life and and I know that fear and I I've never forgotten that fear right I mean I always studied singing I always did it you know I I did these things but I never gave myself I guess permission is the best word that just keeps coming up um to fully go for it and not be afraid, right, to fail or to, especially because my family is so talented. You know, it's just, it's, right. a, it's a whole big thing. Um, nobody's famous. It's just all working, you know, musicians and actors. So what happened, what really happened was I was working in a so-called pretty, you know, a, a successful sales job for a big company. I was 
making enough money for me to definitely living in LA, um, you know, and uh, going out, you know, to enter. I mean, not like a lot, a lot of money, but enough, like a good right. living, a good like thing. Right. However, it was very stressful. And I, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was severely affecting my health so much so that here I am, I'm a young woman. I, go to the doctor because I'm like, you know, these weird things are happening to my body. Like right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting hives. My feet are going cold for no reason. I'm like this, that, you know, all, all these weird things. And he goes, okay. So he did all these tests and stuff. And then he looked at me and he said, okay, Lori, well, let me just ask you this. So um, how, how's your life at work? And I said, with the typical, everybody's done this. Oh, everything's fine. Right. <laughs> and as I said that, an involuntary tear just came down my cheek like just started crying and he just looked at me and he said, you're, you're just, you're too young for all these symptoms. And I don't want to tell you what to do, but your job's not worth it. And I was like, okay. So I quit, I quit. And uh, he was right. How was I going to live there? You know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing a job that is fulfilling me. I knew that there was a more of a, a creative potential inside me and that can kill you if you don't let that out. And I thought, I have to do something. And so I, and I, it wasn't like I was doing a job that I didn't like and also saving the world. Like there was no real payoff right. other than money. And that wasn't really important to me. You know, it's not a, a driving force. It's like, how do you want to live your life and be right? And so I quit. I uh, invested in a computer um, and uh, I studied voiceover which is why I teach now, right? I studied voiceover. I made a demo. This is back in the days where you made your own demos. Like not, you went to a studio, but like all the graphics on right. the demo, I sent them out. I um, just started hustling. And then I also studied acting. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into all this that I did when I was like 13, you know, or 14. Right. I've just been too afraid to do. And, um, and that's what happened. And then, you know, one of the first things I did, I ended up having to move back from LA. I was getting pretty good stuff in LA. Oh, and I built at that point, you usually went to a studio to mm -hmm. record. And I got my first job with a TV station. And they're like, Okay, we'll just record it here. Fully assuming probably that I was had some affiliate with a studio or whatever. And I was like, okay. right. So I call my brother who's this genius musician and composer and stuff. And I said, How do I set up a studio? This is 20 years ago. So he tells me I go down to the uh, guitar center, I get all my stuff and I recorded that night and delivered it and then just kept recording for them. So I have had a home studio and built home studios for 20 years. So I've been doing this for a long time. And then I had to move to San Francisco for family reasons. And I thought, well, I want to be an actor. I want to do voiceover. I want to study to be good at it and I can do it anywhere. So I ended up building my career in the Bay Area. And now I just moved back to LA about a year ago. But I've been able to Wow. So it's so amazing. Okay. And you have to share. Okay. So you were the original voice of Google. Can you Correct. can you um so is that like I'm trying to like remember now because how how many years ago was that? A long time ago. I mean it's <laughs> like I can't do the math. I'm gonna say sixteen, seven seventeen years ago. I mean it was before Siri and before Alexa and all that other stuff. Uh, that we had. So what happened was, and this is why I'm so proud to be from San Francisco, native, you know, um, Silicon Valley, there was a startup called Grand Central. Grand Central put out an ad. I believe it was on Craigslist at the time. This is when people were like, that was very safe. And I went to, uh, uh, I sent them my demo that I'd worked so hard on. And I got the job as being their voice of the system. And then the system was bought out by Google. For like 90 million dollars or something and they said but they want your voice on it still so then I became the voice of Google. so I was the voice from before from like inception all the way through 
um, for like the next five years after that. So can you give us like a little sample of like the Google Voice? <laughs> okay. Welcome to Google Voice. You have two messages. Is that good? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. You know, I just did a whole film on this called Jexy, and I played the opposite Adam Devine on set. Rose Byrne did it in the movie. She, they dubbed her in afterwards. But it was that voice, but gone crazy. So I got to like improv. They hired me as an actress to work off of him on set for like a couple months. And it was hilarious because I got to do that, wow. but I got to say really inappropriate things. Because <laughs> you're always, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. really bad. I love it. Oh, that's so much fun. That's so amazing. And so to anyone that's listening right now, that's because you tapped into it a little bit too, is I think that we, so many of us have this either attachment to these ideas of, of who we think we're supposed to be or what we think we're supposed to be doing, or we let the fear take over of like, well, I don't know if I really like either I can do that or maybe I'm going to do that so good that then it's going to like really go somewhere. And what, what, what do I do? The fear. What would you say to someone that's listening or watching right now who really wants to take maybe this leap into using their voice in any which way, right? So it doesn't mean necessarily voiceover like the things you and I have done, but to actually go and, and do something, change something. What would be your, your advice or your tips for them? Yeah, I have a few. One would be the thing that brought me the most comfort and the, was studying. And studying to me brought me confidence. I went on to do, you know, musicals and TV hosting and all this stuff because I studied everything. I took it very, very, very seriously. So if you want to get into it on that way, once you study, you find out, A, if you want to do it, and B, mm -hmm. when you get into the studio and everybody's looking at you or the camera's on or whatever it is, um, you, you just keep telling yourself, well, I studied. I know what I'm doing. That's mm -hmm. number one. Number two is don't let people talk you out of it or dissuade you. And what I mean by that is when you have a dream, and it's my biggest pet peeve, I would, they'd say, oh, you quit your job. What are you going to do? I go, oh, well, I want to be a voiceover artist. Oh, it's really competitive. Oh, it's really, you hear, and that's their stuff, by the way. That's not mm -hmm. yours. That's theirs. And I always have the same answer. Well, somebody's doing it. It might as well be me. <laughs> I and love I that. do that for anything. Somebody's doing it. I know I'll work hard. I know I'll show up. I know I am going to try to be the best person I can be in this situation. And and why not? Okay. And then uh, for people that don't want to go into it and they just want to use their voice, because I do think the voice is just, God, it, it's everything. You know, I am I know I'm a little bit of a nerd about it, but I love the way it that you communicate, right? Yeah. If I said something like, um, you know, um, I, I really love today. Right. That's different. If I just stub my toe and I went, oh, I really love today, you know, like you're, you're frustrated. I mean, you could say anything in these different ways. Right. <laughs> Completely different meaning. It doesn't the words don't really matter. You know, it's the tone and it's how you're feeling inside and the emotion that you're going to evoke from your voice. So, wow. Yeah. You can use that with your kids, you know, and to yourself, speak kinder to yourself. I think that's the main thing is just keep keep speaking kindly to people. And to yourself. Yeah. Well, I think that what you tapped on right there really rang a, a big bell to me because I remember my whole family's in real estate, right? So when I got to a certain place and I've always known the creative side of me is such a big part and I thought, well, I'm really going to go for this. And and as much as I'm very close to my family, love my family dearly, they were kind of, as my uncle would say, my biggest firefighters because it was like I had this burning desire and they were like putting the, the flames out because they're like, we want to protect you. It's tough out there, you know, you're going to get swallowed up and all these other, well, how are you really like, 
there's, you know, just like you said, there's a lot of competition. It's a cutthroat world, you know, this, that, the other. We want something different for you. And I just remember thinking about that. And the older I got, the more I was like, wow, I, I would look back to that little 15-year-old girl or however old I was and be like, F that, go full force, you know. And like you said, get the education. Because if you can get the education and the knowledge, mix that with your voice, your own experience. I mean, I, I just feel like the possibility. So to anyone that's listening right now, I mean, take it from both of us because Lori and I are both people who have hustled to get where we are. We've worked hard. We've we've done the due diligence. We've had good relationships and great connections, but they've all been throughout our own voice, right? Throughout doing what we believe in. And so I think for anyone listening right now, just hear what Lori's saying is, number one, be be your best advocate that even if someone's telling you not to do it, be fearless. And And I love that you brought up education because I think just like you said, education will build the confidence. So once you learn and you have the knowledge, you're like, okay, well, even if I don't get it, like I know for me, I've heard no. How many times have you heard no? How many times have you been I rejected? Block out. I, I block yeah. out the rejection at this point because I think right. that's another thing is like, you know, they're not rejecting. It doesn't mean that you're not good. It just means right. different. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, there were so many times. Yeah. Where I think as a young, as a young woman, you could think, oh, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not this enough. But in reality, a lot of the times it has nothing to do with that. It could be that even, especially in our field, it could be that someone went a different creative way. Totally. They're like, and oh, we want this inflection. Yeah. Yeah. And there's enough for everyone, first of all. So it's not, shouldn't be scarcity. And the thing is, my job as a voiceover artist, right, which I still do, is to tell a story. It's to tell someone else's story. That makes it easier for me because I take the direction. It's not about me. And right. so that's one thing. And your expectations of defining success is another thing. I knew I wanted to be creative every day. And that's what makes me happy. Right. In every aspect, I'll pick up a guitar, I'll start singing, I'll paint, whatever it is, I'll do voiceover. That brings me happiness and joy every day. So my my goal was never, I want to be famous, or I want to make X amount of money, or I want to do this and that. I think you're if you're in a creative field, I think that takes away from the beauty and the flow of it. So yeah. that's another piece of advice is kind of know like, you know, I, this is the life I want to live because it's you're it's not a job. It's it's the whole industry is what you're doing. It's entertainment. It's not just one little piece of it. So think about your lifestyle. Lifestyle. I, th I mean, I think you hit that nail on the head right there because, and also, and I was just talking to someone else about this, we can look at like my daughter who's four, that everything's creative. Everything's exciting. She's curious about everything. She's, you know, and I, and, and a lot of us, we have that too, but then we lose that a lot of the times. Absolutely. And for what reason? Why? Never lose so, your childlike enthusiasm, right? Who right? Said I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I totally, but I think creative people never do grow up, really. If you're really doing it, you're always kind of, <laughs> you have to have a part of that. And also believing that anything is possible. And Jamie, to your credit, because you've always, I mean, I've always been impressed with you from the moment I met you. I adore you. Um, is surround yourself with people that are supportive of you and and get it. And they like to see you happy. And, you know, I understand the parents. I understand your parents being protective, right? I think that's like a normal thing. Right. But I think having that conversation of like, this is what makes me happy, right? All right. you said is you want me to be happy. 
it makes me happy to do this, whether I right. live here, have this amount of money or that amount of money or whatever it is. Every day, this makes me happy. And then everything mm-hmm. else will come, you know, your life mm-hmm. will unfold. I love that. And so now I want to tap into what you're working on right now, because I'm certain that some of the people who are either watching or listening are going to go, ooh, like, I want to think about voiceover or I want to, you know, so, so you have courses that you do, right? Or do you do one-on-one or how do you, like, how do we find you? And can you tell me about virtual voiceover? Sure. Um, I was doing uh, one-on-ones, but it just kind of got the demand got, uh, which is knock on wood, who's luckier than me, nobody, but um, got a little too much. So I was like, people were asking, can you just do a course? Like, can you, I was, I was being a, um, I was on Backstage Magazine for a while and I was kind of doing voiceovers for them, uh, voiceover videos, teaching. And, um, so that kind of just got it to a bigger, bigger, bigger audience. And so I created Virtual VoiceOver, which is right now I have a boot camp that's going on and then I'll have courses as well. So you could go to virtualvoiceover.com or lauriburke.com and, um, and sign up. And uh, I tried, I really, my job, I believe in life fr- from the story I just told you, that's the whole reason why I went into teaching. I mean, I just think you need somebody on your side. And I think you, it's nice to have somebody that kind of, I didn't really have that as much. I mean, I had some courses, but not to tell you about like, hey, listen, this is how you're going to feel during this. Mm-hmm. And you got to ignore that and go for this. And isn't this fun? And make it fun. Mm-hmm. It should right. be fun, right? We're right. Creative. So, um, <laughs> and, and, it, and it goes into acting too, right? So it's like a lot of people that I've, you know, uh, taught have gone, you know, they do big things on, on screen too. It's all together. It's all expensive. Well, and even, I mean, in fitness, I do the same thing with my clients, right? Where just like you said, I didn't have someone for me to kind of like hold my hand a little bit per se and be like, no, come on, you can do it. And so for me, that's why I got into the field. So it's very similar where we we still have our creative side and yet we can help teach and lead by example in these ways that we've learned, you know, kind of the hard knock way. And it's like, hey, let me streamline this for you so you don't have to make the same mistakes I made <laughs> or so you could, so I can tell you right now, like this will absolutely work. Just go. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. I love that. And you're exactly the same that. way. And I think that that encouragement is so important. And I think it's important because it goes into every aspect of your life. It's not just like for you, fitness, you know, it changes every aspect of your life, right? Your right. health. Right. And it's the same thing with this creativity and being a multi-creative. It changes everything in your life of being a happier person and yeah. connecting with people. And I mean, that's, you know, again, I, I believe in it a lot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Your, your, your passion and enthusiasm for it just make me so excited. And um, so it, before we, we're going to go to a, a quick speed round in a moment, but before we get there, is there anything that for you right now, as we, everything we've talked about today, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience or you know, something that maybe you would have told your 15-year-old self or just something that you want to leave whoever's listening with? What do you want to leave them with? Yeah, I think a, a really good lesson that I learned in in especially having your own voice, and this voice, I mean that in all aspects, um, is to own it. And, and I'll just give you a quick little example of what I mean by that and be proud of it. I always had a little like a, like a syllabin S kind of thing going on, right? But I got a I got a contract for a year for Rayleigh's, which was a grocery store, and uh, and I remember, you know, I and I was being a voiceover and being paid for it and all that stuff. It's very easy to to criticize yourself though, and to hear that same thing in your voice, whatever part of your voice that you don't like, and this could right. this could translate into your body too, by the way, totally. or, and everything. 
and I remember my it was on air. One of my one of my commercials was on, and another voiceover artist, which now I know where it came from, right? Um, said, "Oh, was that your lispy voice that I heard on the Rayleigh's commercial?" And I remember my first reaction, as most of us would be like, "Oh God, that's like I'm so." self-conscious about that and that's horrible and I, you just feel like crying and instead I took a second and this is what I would tell my 15 year old self for any kind of criticism like that and I thought she's coming from a different place um, and why don't you turn this around to where you feel good about it so I said yes that's my lispy voice and if that's what made you remember the commercial that's awesome <laughs> That's what I said. And I think if we looked at all of ourselves like that, like we, our bodies and everything like that, that, that makes me me, whatever that is, you know, that you're self-conscious about work it to your advantage to where you own it and you really, you know, get proud of it. Yeah. I love that so, so, so much. And I think for all of us, that's a great reminder, no matter what age we are, no matter what that little, we have all, all those voices going on in our head simultaneously all the time. So sometimes just remembering to continuously quiet the one that's judging and celebrate the one that's not. Um, so, and just celebrate ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Walters, right? Barbara Walters had a, like a speech impediment, basically. I mean, look how famous and wonderful of a, you know, yeah. person she was in an announcer, you know, so there's always people, if you, if you look really hard, you'll find really good role models that right. you can actually, and for the younger ones too, find a role model that has the, you know, what you're looking for and, and uh, that you can trust and then just emulate them and learn from them. I love it. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to get into uh, the quick speed round. So this is just tapping into subconscious mind. No thought, just first thing that comes to your mind, pizza or tacos? Pizza. Um, your favorite go-to karaoke song? Last Dance. Your favorite animal? Bunny. <laughs> if you could travel anywhere right now, where would you go? Switzerland. And um, favorite voiceover job you've ever done? <laughs> Jaxi. On, on a movie, Jaxi. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and, and what's uh, one superpower, if you could have, what would it be? Um, travel by... Flying, I guess. <laughs> Travel by yes. <laughs> all the way. Teleport, teleportation, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can do it all the ways. Um, okay, amazing. And with that being said, Lori, I just adore you. I am so thrilled to know you. I'm so glad that you recently reached out to me because it has been a long time, and I'm happy beyond words to have you on What's the Word to share your voice with the world and to connect anyone that's listening to really tap into their own voice internally. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to see the goodies that you and I are going to be working on. So get ready. <laughs> such, you're such a, I mean, I, I know it's kind of an overused word, but you're such a blessing to the world, to everyone that knows you. So thank you for just being here in the world. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, well, sending all the love your way and... Uh, Keep that voice going, girl. <laughs> it's a gift. Thank you for joining me here at What's the Word? Follow us on social media with the links on the screen. And don't forget to like and share with your friend. Your support helps us grow and continue to make inspirational content. See you next time on What's the Word?